0: guys welcome back to a day in the life of you know the drill it's me alexis and aiden you already know with episode 72 raskolnikov where today we're going to be talking about the character rodnian romovich raskolnikov in the book crime and punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky.
1: so first off if you're new to this podcast and you decide to start with this episode episode 72 i don't know why you would do that but if you did this podcast is where Alexis and I talk about what it's like inside criminals, sociopaths, and psychopaths' minds, so you can get a deeper meaning as to why these criminals have done what they've done. Whether they're, they're real people or just fictional characters, we talk about most everyone, but we normally tend to talk about real people on here.
0: Yeah, but if we do read a good crime book, and if listeners want it, we will talk about that character on here. So today is one of those days, and we're going to be talking about a character in the Western novel called Crime and Punishment.
1: So, since a lot of our other episodes have been about real people, this episode should be interesting to see how this character can correlate to some real people. At least I hope so.
0: And Alexis is Russian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Russians are already a little crazy. <laughs> it's just in our blood, you know. So, it should, it should be good. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, um, I'll say some details about the story and who Scarlet Rock was as a person. For those who have never read this book or have, like, ever heard of it, and then we can uh, get into this a little deeper. Yeah, sure. Okay. And I just want to say um, that we're going to be referencing Rodmian Riskanov Rizkonneva- as either Raz or Raskolnikov uh, either this throughout this episode to make it a little easier to follow along with the plot and all these other like Russian names.
1: Yeah, that'd definitely be good cuz we at least when I read it the names were like the biggest thing like a main thing that threw me off.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. Okay. So, in the beginning of the book, um, Raskolnikov is in his little apartment asking himself if he should kill his landlady because he owes her several months of rent. He then sneaks out of the apartment because he doesn't want to see her and goes about his day still thinking if he should kill her or not. Then a few chapters later, he goes and sits under a tree and ends up falling asleep and he has this very vivid dream where he kills his landlady with an axe but wakes up and realizes it was just a dream and he's telling himself that it's just a dream and he could never mentally. Able to kill someone, then in another chapter he ends up going to a tavern and hears a police officer and a student talking about the pawnbroker, Alonia, and how she is mean and she would be better off dead because no one uh, likes her. So, so then he sees that this is like a call from God uh-huh. to kill her because <laughs> because it couldn't have been a coincidence that they were talking about her and she and that he just had this dream about her. Mm-hmm. So. Then Raz ends up uh, going home after hearing this, and he overhears his pawnbroker and her sister, uh, Lizaveta, talking about how, like, Liza is going to the store, so Alonia will be home alone. So he sees this as a perfect time to commit this murder on his pawnbroker instead of his landlady, Mm -hmm. because he ends up channeling his anger from his landlady towards this pawnbroker. So Lisa leaves and leaves Alonia by herself. So Raz goes downstairs and gives her a cigarette case that's tied in a knot. So she turns around and tries to undo it. And then this is the perfect time for Raz and he takes out his axe and ends up killing her. But he ends up killing her with a blunt side. So he takes him a couple times. Um, So then her sister ends up coming home early and sees that he uh, killed her. So he ends up like having to kill her too. so then the neighbors come over to check on everything, and then they go down to the landlord to see if they can, like, open the door, and when they do that, Raz ends up thinking out to this room where there's some painters, and, like, they're painting something, and then he uses that as a disguise so he can make it to his apartment. Um, he ends up washing his axe off somewhere else other than his apartment, and he ends up returning the axe to his original place, then makes his way home again so in part one chapter five there is this he refers to god a lot and so um he's like making a lot like a note about religion a lot so he's kind of saying like thank god like it was just a dream or like good god this is terrible i can't do this um like he then he later says lord he prayed show me a path i renounce that a Uh, dream of mine, so
1: Yeah, that like relates to what you said before the call of God, call from God to kill her. That's interesting (laughs) Um, Okay, so basically Yeah, Raskolnikov was an unstable young man. He lived in St. Petersburg, Russia And at that time he really did not have a lot of money. He had no job, no degree, whatever So that brings us into the first point which um Rizkanikov, he basically like alienates himself from society and human nature um and he like doesn't believe he's the same as the other people around him um in chapter one there's a quote that says he was so immersed in himself and had isolated himself so much from everyone that he was afraid not only of meeting his landlady but of meeting anyone at all so like he was just like socially awkward you know um and I think this really like led him to be able to better kill the two women because he was so alienated and he didn't he couldn't relate himself with them, he couldn't make a connection like. So he just didn't like have any like empathy or anything for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Then like Conica, um eventually is like consumed by all of his guilt, and he undergoes a transformation where he realizes and acknowledges his own human emotions, like, his conscience, like, realizing that, like, if he kills this lady, it's not gonna be good, like, like, morally for him. His, um, uh, internal serenity, he ends up, like, embraces his human nature and, like, uh, now, like, the readers are now optimistic, despite, like, how, Raz has ended up killing this lady, like, they're optimistic that he will become, like, a better person. Yeah.
1: And that's, like, the author's choice, to like, Dostoevsky or whatever, <laughs> um, like, uses, like, Raz's shift in character and stuff to, yeah, make the readers optimistic, even though he committed this, like, terrible murder. Like, people, I, some readers might, like, still see all like he changed it's really like a good step and that relates to the next point which as like the author really throughout the whole book manipulates the readers into feeling pity for this terrible character to be honest um but like readers at least some readers might like end up caring about his mental health and like feeling for him kind of because even though he committed like this terrible terrible crime he, he murdered two women um like we we understand like his poverty which relates to another t- concept we'll talk about later but like and he has like these inner dialogues where we can see that he wants to be good sometimes and like he regrets his decisions and he has guilt and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah so it's like yeah the author
0: tricks the readers mm-hmm, the yeah. feeling for this murderer yeah and like the struggle between soci- uh, socialistic and Ideas like good versus e- evil and nihilism. is kind of like a big thing here too like his inner dialogue And his morals again, just kind of like You know, he's realizing that all the things he's doing is bad, and it's not Like this isn't the right way like he shouldn't have gone about his like he shouldn't kill this lady yeah. just to like get out of his like rent and then
1: yeah, but then on the other side, he also has like the nihilism, which like, he has no morals, which is how he ends up killing mm-hmm. the women because like, he, he just doesn't relate with them. He doesn't have those morals. Mm-hmm. So that's another side. But then also on the other side you were talking about, like he does have morals sometimes, especially with the horse dream that he has. Um, like he, he does have empathy for some things.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: that kind of relates to like multiple personality disorder. There's like just many like different sides of him. It's confusing, messy. You know, mm-hmm. he's just a very dynamic
0: character. Yeah, and like one side he's like, like a good person. The other side, yeah. like the other like his other personality is like, not so good. Yeah, um, which like leads to um, alcoholism. And if like if you live by a liquor store, you'll be more psychologically inclined to think that you'll be like an alcoholic, and. Um, like mental illness ends up coming along with this and like children who are abused and grow up in bad neighborhoods, environments, are more likely to become like murders or involved in violence. And it's just like kind of like been shown and like studied that if something like traumatic has happened to them, then like if they live in a violent area, then they're gonna turn out to be like violent people.
1: Yeah, and like we know at that time like in St. Petersburg there was like a lot of violence and Mm -hmm. stuff and yeah Raskolnikov just like lived in poverty so I guess like yeah that's like psychology and stuff like he lived in poverty so allegedly he was more inclined to do bad things. Um, Yeah,
0: that's like the only thing he knows. Yeah, So.
1: but so also the author Dostoevsky. um, he touches on the psychology behind like murder and like murderers and their brains and stuff um and i thought that really related to like media nowadays and we hear about like school violence school shootings and stuff and i think like a lot of times like in the media they share like a backstory for like their murderer or, like the shooter or whatever like they'll say either oh they were a normal student you know they Popular, straight A, mm-hmm. had friends. Yeah, or they could be bad too. Like they were a recluse outsider, like no friends, emo, whatever. Yeah. Like, they they like do give backstories and stuff, like, and like that, that's like how Dostoevsky gives like the backstory for Raskolnikov and tries to like make us relate to him, kind of, and like make us feel for him. But like I don't know, the concept of murder is just like a very complex psychology inside like the minds of people who committed and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's all very crazy. So this all goes in with this um idea that I found by James Garbarino. He said that the worst criminals can be the most capable of change. Um so this is this is like in the story of Raskolnikov, how he committed a murder but we see him like um, grow as a person and like change. And there was an example I read about how there was a person who planned a columbine like shooting. Um, he didn't carry it out but he planned it and I, I believe he went to jail and then he got out and he eventually like went on to lead like a normal life, I guess. He had a wife, a family. And that's just that was just really interesting to me, like how he he could do such a terrible thing, but then later in his life apparently, like, changed so much, have a family and everything, like, be a normal person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then um, Dostoevsky uses, like, coincidences throughout the novel to make readers, like, question whether the events that happened and the actions like, characters do are out of their own, like, free will, or if it's just fate, and the student uh, that was talking to the policeman at the tavern where Raz like does usually not go is like that a coincidence or is it like fate you know like it's kind of like justification for the murder like is it fate is it like something that he's like bound to do so
1: yeah because it's interesting like we know that he doesn't usually go to taverns and stuff, and just that one time that he was there, like, coincidentally they were talking about something he was already thinking about.
0: Yeah, And then it goes on to saying, like, or like, Raskolnikov's, like, paranoia, that people have caught on to him, or he, like, thinks that, and he thinks people know what he's done, but they really don't, and then it leads to, like, his guilty conscience, and he's, like, really guilty, and he confesses what he's done and like turns himself in because that would be the rightful thing to do even though like you don't want to go to like jail or you know so yeah so basically
1: that's all we have for today um i'd like to thank Greg girl who prompted this episode of the day in the life of um yeah thank you for listening